Well, I think probably as most of us have uh, heard, this year has been proclaimed by uh, Pope Francis as the year of mercy. Oftentimes the Pope will declare any given year, you know, there's a certain theme to focus on, to think about throughout the year. Kind of sets the agenda for various initiatives uh, at the level of the bishops. Um, and, uh, and so this year is the year of mercy. And there is a, a, a book recently published uh, by Pope Francis. It's called uh, The Name of God is Mercy, or, or Mercy is the Name of God, something like that. And I'm listening to it on audiobook. It's very, it's a, it's an excellent uh, interview, really, with uh, the Holy Father. But uh, so I've got him in my thoughts, and um, this, uh, you know, um, coincidentally enough, this passage that we hear in the Gospel is one of the most important passages uh, to Pope Francis, actually, for his life. When he was 17, uh, he had uh, he made a confession. And he says that that was a moment, that was a turning point in his life. And um, he experienced God's love and God's mercy in such a way that it kind of, from there on out, it kind of charted the course of the rest of his life. And it eventuated in his vocation uh, to the religious life with the Jesuits uh, and to his uh, priestly vocation. And so uh, this, this passage um, is... Uh, something that he has used to kind of interpret that original experience of his when he was a teenager, when he was 17. And uh, he interprets this passage in the Gospel through um, a church father uh, by the name of Bede, Venerable Bede. And this is the reading, actually, for um, uh, something that's really, you know, kind of, it expounds upon the text. So, um, Venerable Bede quotes the Gospel and says, Jesus saw a man called Matthew, in, our, in the Gospel of Luke he's called Levi, but it's, it's the, it's the um, first evangelist, it's Matthew, uh, sitting at the table uh, at, the, at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me. Okay, so now here follows, this is what Bede says. Jesus saw Matthew, not merely in the usual sense, but more significantly with his merciful understanding of men. So Jesus says in our gospel, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, he saw him. And, and Bede's comment is, he didn't see him just like how we normally see one another. We kind of, we kind of observe the exterior of, of a person that's presented to us. But Jesus saw through him. He saw all around him. And, uh, and more than that, he saw him with the eyes of mercy because Matthew, before he began to follow Jesus, he was a, he was a sinful man. He, uh, he extorted money from others. He took more than he should. He was kind of greedy. And his life was focused on, on material goods and material gain. And um, uh, he was known by those who were pious and those who were religious as a sinner. But Jesus, when he saw Matthew, I mean, you can imagine the Pharisees and the scribes looking at Matthew and... Uh, just judging him. Well, he's a sinner. This guy's a scumbag. He takes more than he should be taken. He's in cahoots with the Romans, you know. And that's, uh, you know, how the, the the pious and the religious would have seen Matthew, and they would have been right in that estimation and that judgment, right in a certain sense. They would have been correct. But Jesus saw more when he looked at Matthew. He saw more, and he saw him within the framework of the virtue of mercy. And so Bede goes on, he continues, he says, 
He saw the tax collector, and because he saw him through the eyes of mercy and chose him, he said to him, follow me. Now, whenever the word following is used in the Gospels, it means not just literally walking behind Jesus and going where he goes, but it means imitating him and living uh, your life in accordance uh, with his life. It means following his pattern of life. That's what it is to follow in the Gospels. And so what Jesus is, is doing here with Matthew is he's seen Matthew's potential. He's seen his vocation as an apostle. He's seen the beginning and the end of his life. He has seen all that which Matthew could be because of God's mercy, because of the love of God. All that Christ-likeness, that disciple, that true Christian virtue that Matthew could display uh, in his life, could put forth in his life. Jesus sees Matthew in that sense. And so he goes beyond the judgmentalism. Because the judgmentalism is not necessarily wrong, but it's just not all of the picture. We have to, and then so for us as well, we have to view one another not just according to this person's a scumbag, this person's a sinner. We have to view ourselves that way as well. Okay, I'm a sinner, I'm a scumbag. But we have to, we have to view ourselves in the context of the potential that we have in God's love according to his mercy. Because by God's love and by God's mercy, we can become truly holy, just like Matthew became a saint. One of the greatest saints ever. He's one of the twelve apostles. That's a pretty amazing thing. So he went from being really kind of a very sinful nobody to being one of the greatest saints ever. And the foundation of that transformation was Jesus' merciful love. It wasn't judgmentalism that Jesus brought against Matthew. It wasn't Judgmentalism was not the ultimate lens through which Jesus viewed Matthew, but he viewed him through that lens of, of love and mercy. So for ourselves, we need to see our potential, our potential as disciples and followers of Jesus, and the potential that other people have to be disciples and followers of Jesus. And I think that's in part at least what the Holy Father wants to be teaching us across this year, is to view one another through the lens of God's love and his mercy.